Hey, hey, friends, welcome back to the Bible's Babies in Business podcast. Happy Monday to you. I am so excited for today's episode. It actually came to me this morning right after I finished my both my Jesus time and my, my reading time and I was getting ready to go to the gym. I was I was getting in the truck and this do you ever just like have like downloads like just just creative downloads it's like these light bulb moments where you're like oh my goodness i need something to write with immediately so i drove to the gym hopped on the treadmill started walking and essentially outlined this entire podcast episode in the notes section of my phone i'm so excited to talk about this topic today we are discussing seven uncomfortable truths about having a successful business as an online coach. And for context here, yes, there are many ways to define success. In this particular episode, I am talking about profitable financial success. And yes, absolutely, you can have success in other ways. And if you are a business owner, you should be making money. Otherwise, we're not going to be... (laughs) Um, having businesses for very much longer if we're not having a profit. So I'm so excited to just dive into these seven uncomfortable truths about what it truly really takes to make it in the online coaching industry. Forewarning, this is going to be a tough love episode. This is definitely not a tickle your ears episode, but by now I know that you know that. We're on episode 125 of the podcast. And if you're new here, hello, hi, I'm Cammie and I do not sugarcoat it because I love you. And I think that sugarcoating it wastes time. And I think that sugarcoating it um, just gives people this, this false illusion that everything they're doing is perfectly fine when really maybe it needs a little bit of tweaking. So if you are on board for some tough love today, then and friend, continue to listen to this. If not, maybe skip to the next episode, but there's probably going to be some tough love into the end that one as well. Uh, but without further ado, friend, let's dive in. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations and staying home with your kids? But right now your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month. Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon to be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, My husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. 
My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work because you were made for this. So recently I was chatting with one of my colleagues in the online coaching space. And can I just stop and say that is one of the best things about being an online coach is the people that you meet in this industry, people who, whether they're a coach, whether they're a service provider, just other people that you meet along the journey of building a business that are also building their own business. And they understand they they just get it right. Like, have you ever met somebody that just gets it <laughs> in whatever season of, of your life you're in. Maybe they're a mom and you're, you guys are both moms of like three kids who are under the age of four. And, and she, she is in it, in the thick of it with you. And she just gets it. And so you can talk to things about her that maybe you can't talk about with other people. Cause, cause she just gets it. That's how it is in the online space. When you come across other coaches, other service providers who are starting their businesses, um, post pandemic or pre pandemic, I actually started mine, mine pre pandemic, but like we're all starting our businesses and we're using Instagram and we're all navigating this thing together. And there's just certain things that we can talk about that just other people just don't get. And I love uh, the people that you meet. And, and I just love a person with an entrepreneurial mindset because they tend to think bigger. They tend to push the limits. They think outside of the box. And anytime I can be around a group of people, whether it's one person or many people who are challenging me to think bigger, to dream bigger, to um, take bigger action, I just walk away just wildly inspired. And so recently I was having a conversation with another online coach and this particular coach is, is one of those people that just gets it. We have both been blessed to have crossed that threshold of closing over $100,000 in our coaching businesses. We've been in the space for several years at this point, and they're, this is just a person that I can talk to about the nitty gritty details of the coaching space. And what does it take to make a career out of this thing called online coaching, which by the way, the coaching space is growing at about a 7% increase annually. And it's still like, we're still in the pioneering season. Like there's still not a whole bunch of people that are online coaches. That's why I do not believe the lie that the coaching space is somehow saturated. Friend, if you grabbed a hundred random people off the street and asked them, what do they do for a living? Like almost no, like probably nobody and maybe, maybe one person would be like, oh, I'm an online coach, but probably 0% of people. <laughs> okay. Um, if you just grabbed a random hundred, because it, yes, it is a career field, but it's like, we're just starting to pioneer it. The coaching space isn't even regulated yet, which we'll talk about here in a moment. All of that to be said, what does it take to cross not only that, that $100,000 threshold, which is the space that I've recently crossed, but what does it take to continually grow in this space? And so that led me to have a brain dump today on the treadmill while I was doing my walking this morning and write out seven uncomfortable truths. These are not things that are going to be comfortable for you to hear. I'm going to say that right up front. These are things that are going to challenge you 
to take bigger action. They're going to challenge you to, to look at your mindset. They're going to challenge you to ask yourself, is that really true? Or is that an excuse that I'm using because I don't want to face the fact that I'm not taking the right action in order to reach my goal? These are uncomfortable truths, friend about what it takes to truly have a successful, and I do mean financially successful, business as an online coach. Let's just start right on off, okay? Number one, an uncomfortable truth is that most coaches are broke. And I would know because I used to be one of them. There may be thousands of online coaches online. And I don't have like exact numbers, but I do know after being in the online space that most coaches are not raking in money, okay? They're not. And also, please don't believe everything that you see online. Even if somebody looks like they're living this luxurious lifestyle, you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Uh, Just, yes, there is so much opportunity in the online space, and yet most online coaches are broke. Let's remember, this is still a relatively new industry. People are still figuring things out. How does this whole social media marketing thing work? How does it work to sell a coaching package? What does it even mean to be an online coach? So yes, absolutely. There are financially successful online coaches. Don't get me wrong. Not everybody's broke, but most online coaches are broke. Okay. And maybe that's freedom for somebody because you were thinking that everybody but you was seeing success. I'm going to tell you right now, friend, that is not true. There are plenty of people that are putting out this image online and struggling behind the scenes. You're just not seeing it, okay? So that is number one. An uncomfortable truth is that most online coaches are broke. And if I were to add on to that, most coaches, because most online coaches are broke, most coaches give up. Most coaches' businesses don't thrive. Like, it's not like out of every 100 online coaches, like half of them are going to cross the six-figure line in sales. No. Like, I would be surprised if 10% of them, if, if 100 coaches started an online business, I would genuinely be surprised if 10 of them crossed the six-figure point. That, that's just, that's just I don't have the exact numbers, but that's just my observation, is that many people are starting these online businesses and giving up. And we're going to dive into that a little bit more as to why is that? Okay. But that was number one. Most coaches are broke. And again, I would know that because I used to be one of them (laughs) by God's grace. I am no longer, (laughs) but I used to be. And I have been super open about that on the show. Number two, most coaches wildly underestimate wildly underestimate the amount of time and effort that it will take in order to experience financial success in their business. Now, this is inspired by a book that I'm currently reading. It's called The 10X Rule Rule by Grant Cardone. And in a nutshell, I haven't finished the book, but in a nutshell, this book is all about how um, people in general tend to, like it doesn't matter what your goal is, but that people in general tend to wildly underestimate the amount of time and effort that it is going to take to reach any one of their goals. Whether it's a business goal, whether it's a goal in another area of their life, people underestimate the amount of effort slash action and time it's going to take to reach that goal. And the coaching space is no exception. And I believe that that is the number one reason why most coaches are broke. 
they they entered into the space and, it, and it's not their fault that they didn't know what to do right off the bat because hi you can't see me but i'm raising my hand i had no clue what i was doing right off the back i learned pretty quick but but at first i had no idea what i was doing i was literally the definition of throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping that it would stick but i didn't quit and sure i i did underestimate absolutely the amount of effort and time it was going to take for me to close my first hundred thousand dollars but there was also no part of me that was going to quit a i didn't have a choice to quit and b the one time the one time that i did it did cross my mind to quit it, deep down i i believe that i really didn't think that i was actually going to quit i was just having myself a pity party and thankfully one of my god-fearing friends jumped in there jumped into the pit with me and said cammy get up brush your knees off let's go and I believe that if 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 this was shifted, right? If we as coaches, when we we're starting our businesses, had a more accurate understanding of the amount of time and effort it was going to take to see success, then we wouldn't be surprised or disappointed when that success didn't come as easily or as quickly as we once thought. If people had a true understanding of what it takes to close $100,000 in sales, if they have really understood the time, the effort, the investments that you're going to need to make in order to do that, then I believe more people would do it. But I think that the reason why so many coaches are broke and so many coaches give up on their businesses and, and they never cross that six figure threshold is because they underestimated how much it was going to take. And then, then when they hit their first road bump or their second or their third or their 30th road bump, they finally threw their hands up and said, you know what? It's just not happening for me. It must not be God's will. They'll even throw God into it. Friend, let me tell you right now, just because something is hard doesn't mean that that's not God's path for you. Please do not believe the lie that God's path for you is going to be 100% easy all the time or that you're only going to have the very, very rare occasional road bump. No. Persevere. Keep going. Don't quit. Those are biblical principles. Okay, so that's number two. Most coaches wildly underestimate the amount of time and effort it will take in order to experience financial success in their business. And I believe that that's why number one is also true that most coaches are broke. Number three, the coaching industry is not regulated. And I put in parentheses yet. I believe that someday the coaching industry will be regulated, that there will be maybe some sort of like governing organization that is kind of monitoring or, um, just monitoring the space and making sure that that coaches are following certain guidelines. But as of right now, to my best understanding, there's not some sort of governing authority that is monitoring or regulating the coaching space. Now, um, this, what does this mean? This means that most of the time people do not need a certification or a degree to become an online coach. Like, like literally, I think that just about anybody can just walk off the street and call themselves an online coach. Now, there are definite pros to this. That means that you don't have to go to school for this. You don't have to go pay like a thousand and thousands of dollars to get certified in something. Like if you have the skills, if you have the know-how, like most of the time that is enough. That's a big pro, right? The con of that is because there's no regulation, there's no governing body, there's no like person walking around and, and asking for everybody's credentials, this does leave open the possibility that like with any industry, this is not just for the coaching space, this is with any industry, there are likely going to be a few bad apples in the bunch. 
Okay. Not every single coach in the online space is good at what they do. That's, it would be irrational for us to think that every single online coach online knows what they're doing and is actually good at what they do. Okay. There, there's just going to be a couple bad apples in the bunch. Now, I believe that an overwhelming majority of online coaches know what they're doing and have an amazing skill set and transformation and program to offer. And there's going to be a couple people that, that just are duct taping this thing together and really should not be charging people for what they don't know. For this reason, this is my personal opinion. You don't have to take this. This is my personal opinion. For this reason, I personally would be hesitant to invest my hard-earned dollars into a coach who is not willing to offer me some kind of guarantee on their program. Now, I'm a rational person. I'd like to believe my husband may say otherwise. He might, if you talk to my husband, he might be like, this woman is a handful. And yes, I am. He told me last night, um, he called them Cameron-esque moments. I'll have these Cameron-esque moments of just, he says, honey, you surprised me. You have these Cameron-esque moments. Anyway, all of that to say, I believe that I'm a rational person and I would not expect somebody to, to guarantee, guarantee me something that just wasn't possible for them to guarantee. For example, let's say that um, you were somebody that it was a fertility coach. It would probably, it would not be, I, I'm just going to say not even probably, it would not be rational for you to put a guarantee that, hey, I guarantee you are, if you take my coaching program, you're going to get pregnant. You, there's, there's too many factors at play here. You can't guarantee that. But I believe that you can guarantee something. Maybe it's not the full transformation. Maybe for some of you it is. I have guarantees that are investment tied to my program. But I believe that coaches can guarantee some kind of result. And my opinion is that it is, okay, this is just my opinion. You don't have to agree with that. I believe it's actually unethical to not guarantee something to your clients. You're going to tell me that you are asking your client to sign a legally binding contract where you're asking them to guarantee that they're going to pay you like under, under legally binding contract that they're going to pay you, but you're not going to offer them any sort of guarantee in return. And of course you can put the contingency in there that they have to do hundred percent of the work I do. Like if it, my guarantee is based upon, did you do the work or did you, did you not? Because if you didn't do the work, then it doesn't matter what my guarantee says. You're not going to get the result. But as, but assuming that your client actually does the work, like I'm confused why a person can't guarantee them something. And, and many coaches just don't want the liability. Sure. I, I get it. But I believe it's an ethical issue, honestly, to ask our clients to guarantee that we're going to get paid, but we can't guarantee them anything. We can't guarantee them something. You're telling me that they can do 100% of the work and we're not willing to put at least a little bit of skin in the game to guarantee them something. That seems unethical to me. That's just my opinion. Take it or leave it. So for that reason, and because the coaching space is not regulated, I personally would be hesitant to invest in somebody that wasn't willing to put some sort of skin in the game with me. Okay, because if I'm the only one putting skin in the game, then who's keeping the coach honest and accountable? Okay, so that's number three. 
the coaching industry is not regulated. Okay. Yet there's definitely pros to that. There are cons to that. So be aware of that. Number four, there are an unlimited amount of opportunities to make a significant amount of money working as an online coach. Now, Kimmy, why is that an uncomfortable truth? That sounds like just a perk. You mean, you're, you're telling me that there's an unlimited amount of ways that I can make a lot of money as an online coach? Yes, absolutely. Here's the reason why that is an uncomfortable truth. Because number one is also true, that most coaches are broke. There is a huge amount of opportunity for massive financial gain here. And yet, most coaches are still broke. Again, I used to be one of them. So if there are unlimited opportunities for financial success as an online coach, and yet most coaches are still broke, then usually, not always, right? I'm not making an absolute statement. Usually that means that the coaches who are broke are either A, underestimating the amount of effort or time that it would take to see success, and they were massively disappointed when they realized how much work this was going to be, or B, they did realize how much work this was going to be. They, 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 appropriately understood the amount of grit that it was going to take. They simply just don't, don't know what steps to take, which by the way, that B like, like in this scenario, A versus B, B is a much easier problem to fix. You can learn what to do. If you, if you have the grit, you just don't know what steps are, there are to take. That is such an easy problem to fix. Like I, I can give you the steps. If you have the grit, I can give you the steps. What is really hard is if I give you the steps, but you're not bringing the grit to the table to be able to implement the steps consistently and with the dedication that it's going to take in order for those steps to actually work, okay? So that's why number four is actually an uncomfortable truth that there is an unlimited amount of opportunity to make a lot of money in the online space and yet most people are still broke as online coaches, that's why that's an uncomfortable truth. Because it requires us to look our, look ourselves in the mirror and say, hey, there's all this opportunity. And if I'm still broke, something isn't like, like there's a puzzle piece missing here. Okay. And many times it's either the determination slash grit puzzle piece, or it's, hey, I have the grit. I have the determination. I have the dedication. I have the consistency. I just simply don't know what steps to take. And that was me back in 2019. I had my back up against a wall. Financially, this had to work. I was in a sink or swim situation. And I had the grit, no doubt about that. I just needed somebody to teach me what to do. That is why I believe that I have seen success in the online space. And I don't say that from a place of arrogance. I say that from a place of just just factualness. That is what I truly believe is why one of the reasons why I did cross that $100,000 closed threshold because I had the grit. I just needed somebody to teach me the right steps. Number five, you cannot outrun your mindset issues. If you continue to sweep your mindset blocks under the rug, they are eventually, whether it's now or whether it's in the future, they're eventually going to catch up to you and significantly limit the amount of success that you can have in your business and the impact that you're able to have in your clients' lives. Here's what I'm learning about the brain as I myself am going through this this season of working through mindset blocks. Your brain is hardwired to keep you safe, meaning 
It is designed to keep you away from pain. Whatever has caused your mindset blocks, whether that is a limiting belief, whether that is a trauma, whether that is a painful life event that happened to you one time, if, if that is causing you pain, then your brain is going to give you all of these reasons as to why you should not work through that mindset block. It, it, it's so interesting because it's like, yes, thank you, brain. Thank you, brain, for, for wanting to keep me safe. But also, you're kind of hurting me by not allowing me or not wanting me to work through these mindset blocks because if I work through these mindset blocks, then, then really there would be no limit. It's so interesting to me that so many times the things that hold people back or the things that, that were holding me back, it, it wasn't always like, oh, I just didn't have the business strategy. Many times it was just the mindset blocks. And so friends, you need to know that you have got to get your mindset right. You have to heal from past soul wounds and it's no longer just an option for you. You can no longer afford to treat it like an option. You know, people talk about, well, I can't afford mentorship. You can't afford not to work through your mindset blocks. It will cost you actual dollar bills to not work through your mindset blocks. Think of all the potential that God has put inside of you that you are not putting on, that you're leaving on the table. If we're going to use sales terms, like leaving money on the table, you're just leaving that potential on the table. If you do not work through your mindset blocks again, friend, like I said, you can no longer afford to treat it as an option to not work on your mindset. It has to be a moral obligation. That is number five. You cannot outrun your mindset issues. Number six, this is an interesting one. This is super interesting. The strategies that you are going to use to close $10,000 to $20,000 months in your business, those are amazing strategies, right? Th those are amazing things. Those are foundational strategies. And when you're ready to scale past $20,000 months when you're closing that, you are going to probably need to learn new strategies to go from go from where you're at to the next level. In other words, what got you to this place is not going to then get you to the next place, which means even when you feel like you have conquered the skills where you're, you're closing 10 to $20,000 months, which is about up to four, $240,000 a year. Eventually, if you want to continue to grow your business, if you want to scale that thing to, to seven figures, you're going to eventually need to become the student yet again and learn new strategies to break through to the next level. Here's what I am humbly learning, friends. You do not ever want to be the smartest person in the room. You, you want to be in rooms with people who are more successful than you, who are, sorry, if you can hear Baker, he, uh, he, he is just right along with me as I'm recording this podcast. You do not want to be the smartest person in the room. If you are always the smartest person in the room, who is going to challenge you to grow? I would so much rather put myself in rooms with people who are financially more successful than me, people who have a stronger faith than me, people who are thinking bigger and farther than I am so that I can be sharpened. The Bible says that iron sharpens iron. I want to be sharpened. 
I want to continually be in rooms where there are people that are far beyond where I am in, in whatever season, not just financially, but, but other like spiritually in, in relationships, whatever it is, I want to be in a place where I'm consistently learning from another person who is farther along than I am in that particular area. We will stop growing if we stop learning. That is from a business standpoint. That's from a financial standpoint. That's from a spiritual standpoint, relationship standpoint. I, we always need to be in a space where we're ready to learn. Okay. So number six, the strategies that are going to take you to 10 to $20,000 a month when you're closing that, that, that level of money in your business, those are amazing strategies. And those are what I would consider foundational strategies. And when you're ready to scale to seven figures, that's when or multiple six figures into seven figures, that's when you're going to need to learn even new strategies. It's that old saying, what, what got you here is not going to take you there. And lastly, number seven, this is the last and final, not financial, final uncomfortable truth about having success as an online coach in this online space. Free resources are only going to get you so far. Now, I know that this is maybe not what you're wanting to hear. In fact, this podcast, this entire podcast, all 100 and I think we're at 25, 26 episodes, all 100 plus hours of content on this podcast that I have poured into this thing, it's only going to get you so far. This is, this is a free resource. I do not get paid by my audience to put on these episodes twice a week. In fact, um, I know I know for a fact that, that these free resources are only gonna get you so far because free resources are designed to only give you a portion of the recipe that you actually need in order to see success. Very few people, if any, and it's, it's designed that way, that these things that we're giving, that I say we, that you're listening to the business coaches and you're listening to the podcast, you're downloading the freebies. That's amazing, friend. You should do that. Absolutely. And recognize that, that free resources are only one or two of the puzzle pieces. I do not put all of my bells and whistles and information and hacks and secrets and strategies into these podcast episodes. I, I, it is not my belief that you, if you were that you're not going to be able to listen to all of my episodes and, and think that you have all my curriculum figured out. There are things that I am intentionally holding back only for my paying clients. Now, I'm not saying that to rub that in anybody's face, but, but what I'm trying to, to share with you, friend, is yes, download the freebies. Listen to the podcast. They are great resources. And they're only going to get you so far. Eventually, you are going to need to invest actual dollar bills to get the level of information you need to get to the level of success that you're wanting to get to. And if you're wanting to see greater success in a shorter amount of time, you're going to need to invest, again, actual dollars, not just investing time, investing actual dollars into a mentor who can show you the way. I, I fully, fully believe that. Okay, let's do just a little quick recap and then we will close out today's episode. Seven uncomfortable truths about having success in your business as an online coach. Number one, most coaches are broke. And I would know because I used to be one of them. Number two, most coaches wildly underestimate the amount of time and the amount of effort it is going to take to experience financial success in their 
business. And again, that is inspired from the book, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone, um, basically talking about how it's not just coaches. Many, most people in most areas in which they are setting goals, they underestimate the amount of effort and time it's going to take to hit that goal. Number three, the coaching industry is not regulated yet, which means that you don't have to have a certification. You don't have to have a certain degree in order to become a coach. Now there's again, so many pros in that. And that does mean that you need to be hyper aware of who it is that you're hiring. What it, who has this person um, coached before? Do they know what they're doing? Have they gotten a result from somebody before? And again, this is why I personally would be hesitant to invest my hard-earned dollars into somebody who was not willing to give me some kind of guarantee on their program. That's just me. You do you, but that's me. Number four, there are an unlimited amount of opportunities to make a significant amount of money working as an online coach. And again, why is that an uncomfortable truth? Because as I said in number one, um, most coaches are broke. So if there is unlimited amount of opportunities to make money in this online space and yet people are still broke, then that forces us to ask ourselves why. And, And my observations is that it usually boils down to one of two things, either A, the coach, like I said, in number two, underestimated the amount of effort and time that it would take to see success. And so they were wildly disappointed when they realized how much time and effort it was going to take. Or B, they didn't underestimate, like they did not underestimate the time and effort. They're committed to the amount of effort it's going to take. They're committed to the amount of time it's going to take. They just simply don't know what steps to take. And in both of these scenarios, I'm going to tell you right now, the latter of these two, B, is much easier of an issue to solve because I can teach you the steps. If you come to the table with grit, I can teach you the steps that you need to take. I don't know how to teach you grit. I I don't know how to teach that. So that's number seven or number seven, number four. We're getting to number seven. Number five, you cannot outrun your mindset issues at some point or another friend. You're gonna have to face them. Okay. Um, it, it may not feel fun, but is oh so worth it. Number six, the strategies that are going to take you to those ten dollars to $20,000 closed months are amazing and you need them and they're foundational. And when you are ready to scale to beyond that, you're going to need to learn new strategies. All of that to say, you need to always take the position of being a student. Never assume that you know all that there is to learn. And I personally have... Um, just decided for myself that I do not want to be the smartest person in the room. It like, it may feel good for my ego. If I am perceiving somehow, Oh, I, I, I'm the, the one that knows the most in this room. But, but the second that I feel or am perceiving that I, that I don't have anything else to learn, I'm shutting myself off to any further growth. So Personally, I never want to be the smartest person in the room. I want to always be in a place where I can learn from another person. And last but not least, number seven, free resources. They're great. Download them, listen to them, read them, and realize they are only going to get you so far because they are designed to give you only a portion of the recipe that you need. 
Okay. If, if you want to see greater success in shorter amounts of time, eventually you're going to have to earn, have to earn lulls. Um, you're going to have to invest, not earn, invest. Well, we're going to all, we got to put in our dues, right? We all got to put in our dues, but you're going to have to invest actual dollars into a mentor. Friend, thank you so much for listening to this episode, this tough love episode today. I hope that you got something of so much value, even if it was a little bit hard to hear. And if you got value out of this episode, I would be so grateful if you shared it with one of your coaching friends, whether you're sending over the link, whether you're taking a screenshot and sharing it to your Instagram story and tagging me, let me know. If you're listening to this episode, I would love to know it. Also, wanna let you know, We are doing a series where I am recording entire podcast episodes answering your exact questions. You can literally send in a recording. Tell me your name. Tell me what your question is using my SpeakPipe link, which is down in the show notes, and I will answer your question in an entire podcast episode to make sure that you have a thorough answer to your question. It's basically free coaching. Okay, it's free coaching. So what you can do is you go down the show notes, click my link for speak pipe, click the button. You're going to tell me your first name. It's a little, the little record button. Tell me your first name. Tell me your question and then keep your eyes peeled on the podcast to listen for an episode where I answer your question live on the show. All right, friends, I love you. and I'll see you on Thursday. Hey coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.